Welcome to the 941 Podcast. I'm your host, the Walk and Talk and Apple product, Apple Tech Video, and I'm joined here with the Rhino, Mr. R. What's up? And I'm joined here with Bill Will. Hey, guys. And I'm joined here with Techno Trend Zero. Oh, wow, it's just my name. And I'm joined here with Mr. 170, AJ170. Yeah, I just want to die. So Techno Trend's actually going to introduce us to the first topic, so go right ahead. All right, guys, so we're going to get right into it, so... We're going to be talking about the iPod Touch 7th generation. Now, it has been rumored to be coming out. Um, Apple might be coming out with this new product soon. We're not exactly sure because it is rumors, but tons of consumers are ready to have it because an iPod Touch is really nice to have. So basically, the, the point, point of an iPod Touch is to have the cheaper price of anywhere between 300 to 600 depending on what they choose the price to be and what version of the actual gigabytes you buy or storage. Anyways, back to relevance. So basically, the point of the iPod Touch was to have a device that has iOS running on it, but basically the cheapest unit they can sell, which is really good because the iPod Touch, I remember buying it for $200. That was a really good price. The rumors right now are that it's going to have a special type of screen, the same type of notch screen you guys see on the iPhone X and above. So that's going to be really awesome to see. Um, hopefully it will come out, but again, it is a rumor, so we're not exactly sure how it's going to look or even if it's coming out. But a new iPod Touch refresh is what we need right now. I know the rumors say that it's going to have a notch and it's not going to have a home button, but for an iPod, I just don't see that happening. I feel like it's just going to be the same basic style. They're not going to put too much in the iPods. Like, I know it's a rumor, but it just doesn't feel like that's going to happen because, you know, Apple, like, it's on, honestly, it's even a shock that Apple would even consider working on the iPod Touch again. And of course, they're going to do that because they want to get more products out there, you know. And it's good because, you know, there hasn't been um, there hasn't been one in years. You know, the last one was the 6th gen. It was like three, four years ago they released it. So it's definitely been a very long time. So it is good that they're releasing this. But, you know, if they do happen to come out with a notch with it, then I'll be happy. I think that's nice. But I just don't see that happening. Yeah, but if you look at it this way, iPod Touches, people used to buy them because they weren't the iPhone. They were a cheaper option. But now you have you can get refurbished sevens for dirt cheap, you know, about the same price. I think it's like two fifty for a refurbished iPhone seven. Which if you're gonna get an iPod touch, an iPhone seven is more than enough for you. Well to to backpack on that, you can also get a brand new iPhone SE for about seventy five dollars too. Yeah, exactly. I think iPhone fours are actually like twenty, twenty five. But to go and it's now, let's say I personally don't think Apple's going to, but let's say if they actually do end up visiting the iPod touches again, the iPod touch never, uh, never really adapted or involved that whole curved feature, like curved design that the iPhone six and old newer has. They always had somewhat of a blocky shape to them, which is something I prefer. That's what I like about Apple's back when they had all the phones that were shaped as a brick. That's what I preferred. But if they do this, one of the theories I seen on Twitter was that someone thinks it's going to be a seven-inch screen, which is a lot bigger than the Access Max, and that the iPod Touch is going to be towards actual gaming because we know that the whole gaming community in mobile devices is getting bigger and bigger within the uh, the younger audience of people. So if you say the main question though would be since it's a rumor. Do you really think it's going to, like, release on time? Do you think it's going to be, like, all those other rumors and they're going to, like, fucking have to wait on it? See, that would be the main question of it, though. From a business standpoint, I don't understand why they would really do that. Because who's really going to buy a $300, $400 phone 
or an iPod Touch when you can buy a $75 phone that has almost the same amount of um, speed and everything. Yeah. More of an interesting topic would be the iPhone 11 having three cameras and it's oh. all inside of a block on the back, a square on the back of your phone. That's stupid. That looks so stupid. I'll- I'm going to be like Peter Griffin up here and be like, that really grinds my gears and just go into a whole little news, 10-minute news session about it. <laughs> yeah, but if you think about it, that's what everyone said about the original, like, two cameras on the iPhone. But that was what initially bad, everyone said. No, yeah, but no, because the initial reaction was, oh, why do we need two cameras? It's probably going to cost more. We don't need it. And then look at everyone. Oh, I don't hear any, any of that anymore. So what's going to happen initially is probably if they do have three cameras, they're going to be like, oh, it's trash. You don't need it. But then they're going to be using it and it's going to be hush hush all of a sudden because they're going to actually want it. You think of that from a case point of view and then also how easy it's going to be for that to break if it drops the wrong way or something goes into it, you know? Yeah, yeah but I'm saying I'm not defending Apple in any way, but Apple has been known to take the first step. Like, let's say, for example, the audio jack, they completely ripped it and everyone was just like freaking out. And then now, not not everyone's freaking out. Some people are freaking out, but not everyone. They're like What's literally the just chill there? about it. So I'm saying they also were the were one of the first uh, phone manufacturers to add two cameras to the phone. I'm pretty sure there was actually an Android or two who did it first, but they're one of the first big companies to do it. And initially, that went to the media. I hate that word, but to the media, it went really bad. Everyone's like talking bad about it, right? Yeah. But now we see that. It, you know, it's nice to have a wide, wide like lens and stuff. It's nice to have a different pictures. It's really cool. And the iPhone camera itself is actually one of the best. I'd say it's like as good as a DSLR, DSLR, if not better. So I don't know. I would say Apple knows what they're doing. And if they make a mistake, you know, there's always the next generation to, you know, make up for it. Yeah. Yeah. There's always trial and error. That's the thing. You know, it's like, you know, if it's like, if it's for a good, purpose like if the camera is being all in like one area is for a good purpose then i see go with it if it's not then you know trial and error that's the thing though we got two designs we got the uh we got the camera in the middle and then we got the big block on the side i would be much happier with the one in the middle because i mean it looks kind of like an android and that's one of the negatives but that looks more normal than a big block on the side because i understand where techno is coming from people complained with the camera with two lenses but this is just this is absolutely ridiculous. It looks, it just, it's taking up half the iPhone's, like, the back of it. It just, it, it just, honestly, it wouldn't look, you know, normal. Like, it wouldn't look like a very nice-looking phone. Preach, Apple! Woo! If Tim Cook is going to tell his people that he need, that they need to adapt some Minecraft features like a blocky camera, then they need to make a blocky phone, all right? You can't go half Minecraft. You're going to go Minecraft all the way or not at all. Oh, yeah, so speaking about Apple products, um, you guys heard about the AirPower, right? Basically, yeah. like, the Apple's charging, like, their own charging pad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's been, like, many rumors as to, because Apple already announced that it's coming, right? But they haven't exactly released it to the public saying, we're going to get you, you um, these purchases by this amount of time. They're just saying it's coming out, it's coming out. They're hyping it up. But I haven't seen any videos of anyone making an actual, like, review. Because, you know, some of these big YouTubers... They make like a review about it like a month in advance or a couple weeks in advance, you know, because Apple supports them. But I've noticed that a bunch of YouTubers are making like videos on some fake ones, which actually work, but they don't work as well as, you know, a really good one would. Like you can see some on Amazon, on, on eBay. There's a bunch of like, you know, cheap ones that have been made 
out there. So big YouTubers actually use that instead of like the actual air power itself, which is kind of weird to see because usually, you know, Apple does supply it, but they haven't been releasing it or releasing features or actually releasing any news about it. So they've been pretty hush about it, which is like something Apple doesn't usually do. Apple's usually consistent about their dates and when they're going to release stuff. So, I, I mean, that's pretty odd to me. I don't know. Like, that's the thing. I feel like we don't really need the air power met, but at the same time, if they weren't ready to release it, they should have just waited because that's unlike Apple. Their their thing is like, we don't release things until they're ready, but clearly this wasn't ready. So why did they announce it? You know? Look, well, I mean, if you dropped yeah, it, it would have the original Mac. Mac. He would announce it before. They, look at what Steve Jobs did with the original Macs. He would announce them before they were anywhere near ready and then basically yell at his staff for overworking them to get everything done yeah. by release. But my thing about that is if we look back in time when the AirPods were announced, they were delayed. I don't remember how long it was, a couple months or what, but they got delayed because there was this problem with it. It was delayed by almost half a year or something like that, if I remember correctly. And because of that delay, the technology in them, fell back in time and it, it wasn't the new current technology it would have been if it was released True. when they announced it and my fear is is something like that is going to happen with the air the air power thing because of how long it's going to be until it comes out i think yeah. what their problem is is because they're thinking at it from apple's standpoint is we need to implement some type of apple technology and you look at their smart case it has apple technology in it it actually syncs in with your iphone it doesn't just charge it it helps out making everything run at full power, all your processors and everything. It also makes your antenna strength better and things along the lines of that. Mm -hmm. So I think they're trying to figure out what can we make the air power do? Why should people buy our air power over a cheap $20 Amazon pad, uh, pad off of Amazon that does this, that charges it too? True. They're think of it from that point of view. They're trying to figure out what can we do software-wise to this air power. And I think they kind of messed up there. Then that caused the delay. Yeah. yeah exactly like i agree especially like their products i've noticed <clears throat> like you brought up the airpods like the airpods doesn't even have like uh wireless charging which is kind of annoying like it's a little thing and maybe i expected too much from the airpods but you know it's really expensive it's 150 dollars, and you're basically buying the apple brand which i mean i did buy i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i got it for graduation but i would expect an apple product which is 150 dollars, to come with wireless charging i mean it's everywhere it's in all their iphones right and this was released around the time where all these new iPhones were being released. So I would expect that the current technology would be implemented in our AirPods, which it wasn't. Yeah, but to talk about the AirPods, I think they are worth the price. I originally started off with absolutely full-on hating them because they didn't fit my ears and they sounded like crap. But I bought <laughs> Oh, I remember. You were tweeting about it. Yeah, I bought some cheap $15 covers on the Amazon. And it actually made the sound so much better. It's probably the clearest sound I've ever heard. And it has, oh my God, there's literally so much bass in those. I can't believe it. I, I can literally feel it on the side of my face after I've put those on there. Yeah, like, yeah no, I, I can literally feel it. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. When I first got them, they were like, eh, but then I got the fit just right in my ear. And I figured how to put them in. That way they don't fall out. <laughs> and they just, they sound really good and the battery life on them is amazing and out of all the wireless earbuds i've ever True. tried they are by far the best yeah yeah i just don't like the fact you have to buy a third party thing with the airpods to actually have them go at their full potential and how yeah, exactly. one of the airpods will go out 
because my right AirPod just doesn't work anymore. And I found out that that's a really common issue with AirPod owners. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't have to buy anything. I just figured out how to, you know, put it in my ear. Like, I never had an issue with, like, their s- standard uh, headphones falling out. But, like, if you do have that issue, then AirPods aren't going to fit in your ears. There's no change between your normal wired headphones and those. Better. They do fit better. I can tell you that firsthand because it all, almost every single plastic little um, earbuds never fit my ears. They They just fall out. And the AirPods are probably the first ones that actually do kind of fit in. It's just I have to continuously push them in if I'm moving around a lot. Because I used them when I used to work at Amazon. That's weird because I have actually, I'm pretty sure I have small ears for like my size. But for me, they never fallen out. Like the only time I'd be scared is when I'm brushing my teeth. I know it's weird brushing your teeth with AirPods. But I brush my teeth or wash like, like the tip of my face or something. Like, yeah, that's when I could sort of feel them falling out. But other than that, like running and jumping and stuff, I never have them fall out but if you guys want to like if you guys have issues like with it falling out there's a bunch of cushions they sell on ebay and amazon they're like five bucks and you can buy like a pack of like five which are really cool because some of them are for sports some of them are like for just like hanging on in there and some of them are comfort which is pretty dope so i mean airpods themselves they're really nice because they're super small i remember like people used to talk about how they look like dental floss and all this other stuff but because they were broke back in the day and they couldn't buy it but now look at everyone flexing flexing well, 24-7 with airpods the thing with me is i don't actually don't really like uh airpods not because i don't have them but i just don't really think that there's it's because you don't have them no it's because there's like i don't see a need to get them they're too expensive i know like for you know for what you get like you know the price is good but like i just you know i'd rather just get wired uh earphones it, to me it's just like it, it's a waste of money for me i'd rather get an apple product that's true but let's say someone gave them to you because someone gave them to me for graduation. So yeah. if someone gave them to you, you would still use them though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I probably wouldn't use them all the time, but like I'd use them every once in a while. Oh, uh, Yes, you would. Don't lie. Yes, you would. I probably, they implement them I'd beautifully them into in iOS. I, I, I will admit they are addicting. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's cool things like was the thing you made a video on, how you can like secretly listen to people. Like that was like... Oh, yeah. That was kind of cool. Like a bunch of cool tricks. Yeah. Like, hype it up so much, but then it's, like, not coming out just yet. Well, I mean, I think that they... Just a little bit cryptic, I think, you know? Yeah. I think they plan to bring it out early, and then, like, plans change, and that's why it's taking so long. I definitely think it's going to come out this year. I just don't know when. Maybe mid-2019, end of 2019. I just can't see it extending to 2020. Like, I just don't know. Like, it could, but 2019 is probably when it's going to come out. Why do we need AirPods? I mean, I don't really think we do, and I'm never going to get the AirPod on that. But, you know, if it comes, great. If not, oh well. It's for the privileged. I'd like to mention uh, the iPhone XR. With that thing, it's funny, like, it, the 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 price like people are just not you know purchasing them like it got so bad to where the iPhone was like seven hundred fifty dollars I think it was like around there and then for a limited time they pushed it down to four hundred and fifty <laughs> you knew at that point Apple is extremely desperate like to get some sales yeah with the trade in obviously yeah I mean that was a pro that's a problem I mean I I mean of course I mean they didn't. Apparently, that was, like, their best-selling iPhone compared to the XS and the XS Max. I mean, the only phones I see worth buying are the XR and the XS Max. The XS is, like, it's almost, it's very similar to the, you know, X. So, I, I didn't really see 
that much changes in that one. But, you know, still, apparently the XR was doing way better. But there's rumors of them, like, cutting back production on that phone. So, like, you know, it, it honestly, I don't know, like, exactly, you know, what's going on with Apple. You know, you hear different things. But, you know, definitely they're not doing well. That's, that's you know, definitely happening. The next topic is about Photoshop coming to the iPads. So, this is uh, very exciting because, you know, there was a, a powerful... Photoshop, you know, it's Photoshop Touch. It worked on iPhones and iPads, and it was out for a very long time, and it stopped working for iOS 11, and, you know, now we don't have a Photoshop like that anymore unless you're on Android or you're below iOS 11. So, for them to bring this onto the iPads, this is going to be extremely exciting. You know, it looks more powerful than Photoshop Touch, for sure. And, you know, unfortunately, it's not coming to the iPhones. I'm a little, you know, not happy with that, but so hopefully some changes happen with that, but... Um, what do you guys think about this? I mean, the world needs more photoshopping apps. I mean, you know, it's it's all good, you know, like if it comes to like devices and whatnot, though. I mean, because if you really think about it, though, sad that it's not coming to the iPhones. But I mean, at least it's still coming to the iPads, though. So, I mean, at least there's a plus in there. I mean, there's a That's chance true. it could come to the iPhones as well. I mean, it's only a chance. Possible. Well, to piggyback on that, there's actually a tweak you can use that will actually allow you to install iPad-only apps on your iPhone. Now, some apps will actually download and fully work. It just won't look right. And other ones won't install at all, just completely. Oh. They just they, You'll get an error saying it can't be installed. Well, that's, that's, that's some good news then. It might be possible later down the line. I'll say, so it might be possible to install it on your iPhone with a jailbreak. Yeah. Yeah, but if you think about it, Adobe is very smart, especially like, you know, nowadays they make you sign in. And obviously there's cracked stuff. I'm not going to tell you downloads that stuff, but, you know, nowadays you need a, a, a free trial and there's a bunch of other stuff. You need to pay for it monthly, right? So the only issue I'm going to have is, I think this is going to be an application where you need to sign in. Now, the issue with that is, obviously, you can't pirate it, no tweak box, no nothing. You can't actually do anything unless someone, let's say, pays for it, finds some sort of loophole into it, and then cracks it. That's going to be the really big issue. It's going to be expensive because I'm pretty sure maybe it'll cost less because it's on the iPad and maybe because it's for education, but I really doubt it. I think it's going to be just for the iPad, like legally, obviously, no tweak involved. It's just going to be for the iPad because they did advertise it as for the ipad only and i think that they're gonna they're basically trying to bring out the strengths of the ipad itself so one of the strengths could be obviously movie editing with imovie but at the same time imovie can run an ipod 4 like not that hard but what's gonna be really cool is if they have a select app just for the ipad to make it shine that much more i guess the ipad itself will give itself a use because as of right now the only use it has is like a bigger screen and maybe a lot more power. I guess that's what they're trying to advertise it as. Maybe like different, a smaller PC or something like that. Well, the iPad already has a full-on actual photo editor like Photoshop. I mean, it has should have just about every single feature that Photoshop has. And it's, it's, it's I think it costs $20 if I remember correctly. So it's not like uh, iPad doesn't have those nice exclusive apps already. They do. They also have video editors that the iPhone doesn't have. It's just on the iPhone, we just don't have any photo editors. We have Pixelmator, but it's, it's complete trash. It is trash. I still use my iPod Touch, uh, my my iPhone SE, because it's on iOS 10 and I still have uh, PS Touch on it. So I make my thumbnails with. I have an iPad on iOS 9, so I mean, I mean, it's not like I'm ever going to edit a thumbnail or 
a video over there but like if i needed to of course i could get it as well maybe i'll like make a like a, a video one day just showing people looking back what what um it was like back in the day or something like that you know well that's a video you could do right there if you have another ipad that's on ios 12 when the app comes out because it's of course it's not going to support ios that's going to be ios 12 and up that's common sense yeah. but you could make a comparison video of photoshop 1 versus photoshop 2.0 thing with this is is i think isn't the app like gray or something it's not it's not black like like the other photoshop apps are so i'm not that if that's the case i think it is i'm not the biggest fan of the look then i mean as long as it gets the job done that's all that matters but the look just didn't seem that interesting to me and no it didn't have a dark theme it looked like it only had a light theme like a gray like gray and white were yeah. the two colors like some windows 98 stuff and it didn't really look that into uh aesthetically pleasing you know apparently like they're gonna you know there's gonna be a decent amount of features and they're gonna start out small and they're gonna add more with time but i wonder like how similar it will be to the pc uh photoshop well, actually, the piggyback out there is i think it's gonna have all of the features the pc is gonna have because it are you uh it's already said that i don't know what the photoshop files are if they're like whatever like extension that they are but it already said you can transfer the projects from the iPad over to your uh, actual computer. Oh. I don't know if you're going to be able to do it to Windows. What I'm thinking they're going to do is with the whole account system they have, I think you're going to be able to save it cloud and then log into it on the computer. And I think it's going to be like 5 or $10 more of what you're already paying on PC to get it on the uh, on your iPad too. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's what I think they're going to do. Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. And then have a separate cheaper membership that's half the price of the PC, but for the iPad. Because they already know they can't charge like whatever the full price of the actual uh, computer version is on the iPad just because it's an iPad. They do do that, then that's going to be all hell break loose because then everyone's going to start doing that. You're going to have new games come out that are going to be $60 a piece. So the next topic has to do with this new app called Comic Box. Sorry we're a little late to talking about this, but this application was released about a week ago. It's basically an app that allows you to read comics and manga, and it's, also, it's actually made by MediaBox. They actually also used to be Playbox HD, so they're doing a lot of cool things, so, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with what they're doing. One of the negatives I have about their app, though, is that the logo it looks the exact same as the MediaBox logo. I think they could have done something a little, you know, more creative with it. Also, I think it's cool that they got it on the App Store, but nobody's talking about it. It's like me and Mr. R were like the only ones, you know, talking about this. You know, he's the one that sent it to me. I made a video. Nobody else is even mentioning that it's on the App Store. I know there's ads on it, and of course there's the plus plus that allows you to get get rid of, you know, get rid of ads. But still, it's cool that it's on the App Store. I mean, I honestly don't know if Apple would take that down, but you know, they will. Yeah, most likely. But they've done in the past with alternatives. I've made videos on. Yeah, but what do you guys think about this? I mean, dude, that's crazy, though. The thing is, at least been on there for about three to four months, if I looked up the information correctly. Yeah. Uh, the one on the App Store doesn't have the ads, which, I mean, I guess if you're into not wanting ads, then the one on the App Store is not for you. If you don't mind some ads, then... It's a win-win. The way I look at it, and then you've got these uh, other apps on the App Store that are, like, similar to it that are, like, comics and manga. I mean, if you look at some of the ones that are on there, or just 
like some of the other comic and manga apps, they look exactly like it. I mean, like the the UI and how it looks. But I've seen those apps, and like I've only seen anime and manga apps in the apps. So I haven't seen ones with comic books. Like, I, this based on what I've yeah, seen, yeah. And I haven't really seen like. I mean, this feels like a first, like that it has comics and manga. But one of the things that I don't like is that the apps they just have so many errors in it. Every time you open it up. If there's an error, you hit comic, manga, it gives you an error. Sometimes when you're trying to load the uh, comic book, there's an error. There's, like, a lot of errors. I mean, of course, you got to close and reopen the app, and sometimes you just got to refresh. But I don't I, I don't understand. Like, I know that, you know, it's just gonna, it's a work in progress. They're going to, you know, with time, they're going to improve this. But it's, you know, it's, it's a pretty big issue. A lot of complaints about it. I mean, you would think with the time they've had it on there, you would think all those, like, Bugs and errors would have been gone by now. I mean, I'm well, ultimately surprised that they're not. But true, Joe. I'm just surprised, you know, that they're kind of still on there. <laughs> I think the Playbox team is made up of two people. I think they have the developer and the person that runs the social media. Yeah. Or oh. it's one person that does it all. I think it's one or the other. That makes I more can sense. Tell you firsthand, when you develop something and people find errors and stuff like that, replicating the error is the first step in doing it. That's probably one of the hardest steps is replicating the error so then you can actually pinpoint what's going wrong. Then you have to figure out, well, what did I do to actually cause this? Then you figure out what you did and then you fix what you did and then you start getting, then you get a new error that comes up that's worse than the previous one and that's normally how things like that go. True, true. I think people just need to kind of... uh complain and let them know that there's errors going on. on I guarantee you they know about it. I think it's a server <laughs> issue. A lot of people they're mad that Moviebox is gone, so of course they're going to, you know, MediaBox and, you know, they're basically number one now. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say what would be number one. I mean, I consider that as number one, but, you know, now that this Moviebox Pro is going around, you know, people think that that's like the same thing. It's a new version. So maybe they consider that number one, but, you know, the MediaBox, you know, they're number one because... I mean, they're not they're not scummy, you know, they're legit. They're they're basically Playbox HD, which that app wasn't even that good to begin with. It was decent, but this you know, this new media box app is like a billion times better, so you know, I consider them number one here. I didn't know movie box shut down. I was looking around for video ideas because I did that occasionally inside my app suits and yeah. I seen a thing called movie box. Pro, and I was like, wow, I'm surprised Moviebox just became a sold out and made a VIP version. I installed the app and I was like, holy crap, they changed the UI a lot. And that, that I literally thought it was Moviebox 2.0. And I guarantee you, if I thought that, everyone else that's using Moviebox is going to be thinking the same thing. Honestly, well, I thought that. Yeah, I, thought it, I thought it too at first. I was. I didn't because I was smart. I was ultimately surprised when I went to test flight and then, and then realized all that negative shit about movie box pro dta themes was talking to me in twitter and he said yeah just to let you know they're not made by the same developers so i was like oh thanks for letting me know and then weeks later all this movie box pro information's coming out they're scummy they're stealing your information no the only thing that they track is your account information and they have to do well, they can't do the whole VIP thing without doing that. Oh, I don't know. I heard something that's about That's the only thing that's sent back to their servers as your account information, and that way has to be done. There's no way around that. Yeah. I don't know where I heard I've that. I've seen man. the code myself. I mean, somebody told me a long time ago that they were tracking, like, IPs. 
shit like that. that but I, I don't I, think that's being tracked as the uh, your account information. I think it's a little bit of your device information. I'm pretty sure it's your what iPhone you have, what iOS, if I'm not mistaken. But everything else, like ITs and all that, it's not being tracked. And if it was, there's no use in that. Yeah. There's literally no use in that of having a bunch of different people's IP addresses. Oh, I, I guess I kind of understand that now. Like a, <laughs> like a week after all this, eventually, it was like Joseph Shenson actually revealed that Tutu made this, and then App Valley revealed Tutu made this. So, you know, at that point, I mean, I'm I'm kind of shocked. Like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, why? I, I just can't believe Tutu's just trying to, like, take, you know, come in and then they're, they're like trying to take over every little like scene they're trying to take over the movie scene you know maybe maybe the emulators soon maybe live tv you know they're trying to take over everything it feels like and you know i mean i i was honestly shocked like it felt similar you know similar kind of situation to you know the nest tool situation but at the same time you know i, I just didn't think that it was them but then i found out it was and, you know, I don't really see them promoting it that much. So I don't, you know, I don't understand. Like, it was kind of confusing to me at first. So they already have an emulator in, in the works. Really? It's going to be, uh, it's, it's, it's going to cost money too, just like the movie factor does. Wow. Is so just like their YouTube downloader and everything else. Yeah. So and, and, if it do and when you don't pay for it, there's going to be an ad, an actual ad in the game. Oh. So is, it's like, not... so is it like basic information on this emulator? Like, is there like an ETA on it or not really that much yet? It's, it's, they haven't even announced it. I have my sources of people that tell me things. Oh, you got connections. I know an ex-employee of 2-2 and I know someone who's current looking for 2-2. Well, that's Ooh, I'm the down low, huh? Oh, I exposed you to. Yeah, I don't. I don't support Tutu. I'll never make anything on their videos unless it's like a, uh, like hurting them in some type of way. Yeah. I yes. Same that's what I like to hear. I don't agree with their practices, what they do with their employees, and how they handle their customers or users. Tutu makes over a million dollars a week, and I'm not even exaggerating. Oh, multiple okay. million dollars a week, like multiple. That's insane. I need to work for yeah, Tutu. They don't even pay their employees minimum wage. What? Really? Well, you I... look at all the apps they release that cost money. Like the one that the one that sent me over the line to where I was done with Tutu was when they made that whole YouTube downloader that cost money. That that's that's what crossed the line for me. Yeah, yeah a relatively simple app that cost money. Yeah, and it, it wasn't even anything advanced either. It was it was really web page. Uh, one that loads the web crappy web version of it and then installs the downloads video, which isn't hard to do. You could do the same thing for free with Puffin, Poofin, whatever it's called. Isn't their company name like Fen or something like that? I heard Joe say it was like Fang or Fang or something. I don't know how it said. Yeah, they have a technical name for them. Yeah, they took over the Android community before they took over the iOS community. Oh, yeah, I remember. They were already making at least about a good million or a couple million a week off of. Uh, off of the Android, and then just uh, a couple months ago, when App Valley became popular, that's when they started making a couple million a week off of uh, iOS too. I mean, you have the Tweakbox and App Valley and all that, but it's it's not as good. It doesn't have the horse categorization and the native apps and everything. We don't have AppVent anymore. Oh, oh yeah, eShare now costs money. Yeah, like that's the thing is um AppVent. I went to their site. And it was um it was like a news website or something. It wasn't even like paid apps anymore. 
Yeah, that kind of surprised me. I tried reaching out to them, too, because I had a contact with them, and I, I couldn't get a single reply. I'll still remember the OG Piger. Oh, yeah. I remember that website. Wasn't yep. it like you could upload your... You, you said something? Because, like... Yep, you could upload any IPA to there, and it would sign. That is really good. Like, what What exactly happened? Well, that was, like, back on iOS 8.1.2 or whenever whenever Apple got rid of the date trick and made it to where you had to get everything signed. Certificate. Oh. It was found like it was found around September, correctly, which was like a good couple months after iOS, um, the i emulators website found out that it needs to be signed. Yeah, because they found that out by accident, because oh. the uh, the developer of uh, of the two apps had their own developer certificate signed it, not knowing it would get revoked, and they lost over a hundred and fifty dollars because. Wow. All right. So earlier today. Pond 20 Wind, which is one of the developers of Uncover, made a really interesting tweet that I see. And he basically said, the issues that cause of random reboots was found and is being worked on. So that means that pretty soon we're going to have a 100% stable iOS 11 jailbreak as if it was on iOS 9 from what he's saying. Well, and good. another thing add on to that is my iPhone 8 was jailbroken for over three days straight on iOS 11.4 beta 3 before I sold it to Apple. The yeah. thing that was causing all of my random reboots was Circube. That's what made the jailbreak so unstable. That there was a line of code, a hook, that Circube has to have in order for it to work that messes up the jailbreaks. Yeah. Yeah, didn't you have a talk with Jake James about that? I think I saw that. Uh, yeah, but Jake didn't know that, surprisingly. Jake is normally my go-to person that helps me out when it comes to jailbreak stuff when I mess up. Uh, and uh, Jake, I don't think he knew that. Pond 20 went actually seen my tweet and replied to me. I've reached out to him earlier today asking him if there's anything else that causes the so that I can make a video on, like how to make you, I, I jailbreak more stable, but he never replied to me, unfortunately. We need, like, Taiji or Pangu or another team like that to come back and make a jailbreak for the current iOS. If they did that, no matter how unstable it was, if it only lasted 12 hours, that would bring the, the jailbreak community back to life. We have that new Chinese team that said that they're not going anywhere and they do plan on releasing stuff publicly. They never sold their exploits either. It was rumored that they sold their exploits. One of the devs actually replied to me and told me, and it was, it's a confirmed dev of uh, the Twitter of the dev. And he told me straight up that that was a complete rumor. And he got really upset at me for saying it. This is the end of today's episode of 941 Podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you guys are listening and you'd like to possibly be a guest in the future, just let us know on Twitter at 941 Podcast. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. See you guys next time.